0: And we are back in the studio with Lisa Waters Lane. She comes each week with your garden question. Just what are others talking about in the landscapes or in your neighborhood or in the in the community and there's some things we can learn from that. so welcome to the studio, Lisa. thank you, yeah, so the gardens are it has actually been surprisingly crazy, like busy, yeah, at the gardens are like people are in buying plants, putting trees in. Making all go. Oops! through my pencil. Don't stop turning that. my hat backwards so we can see myself on the camera. <laughs> well, the weather has been beautiful, and yes. it, it is a
1: great time to be out there planting.
0: Yes, so it's probably the best time mm-hmm. to be planting. So, questions: What kind of what kind of things are people talking about, asking about, or or actually shopping for in the garden center? What are you seeing?
1: <laughs> so, uh, Kevin has a question. He put in a creeping thyme lawn. Yeah. Uh, which has filled out nicely. Is looking good. It has bloomed. Seems like it's getting a little kind of leggy now. He wants to know, do you mow it back? And if so, is now the time to do it?
0: Yeah. So Kevin, um, so we've got a creeping time lawn as well. So that's a very good, strong, drought hardy, evergreen. I mow it like twice a year and that is it. And And, and just low care. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, if you want a replacement for an actual grass lawn, which is high water, high care, high fertilizer, high everything. Uh, and then the javelina tear it up. And <laughs> rabbits come in and eat it. A time lawn is a good solution for it that. Is. So it gets about ankle high, kind of spreads out. Dogs can roll around in it mm-hmm. uh, that they can actually, they come out and they smell herbally. It's kind of like <laughs> they've been at the day spa or something. Uh, and then uh, it takes the dog, Peeing kind of doesn't spot very easily. So it's a good mm-hmm. choice. So, Kevin, I'm glad. Proud of you. Yes. Another time lawn in there. Oh, when to mow it. So that is a question. So, good question. Right now, I would say leave it alone, <laughs> let it go. Okay. So, if you're to mow it now, it would grow back some, right. but it may not grow back enough. And then it's, it goes into the slow mowing, slow growing stage where you kind of want it to look kind of full and sexy and just kind of just roll on me, play soccer on me, have the dogs roll over it without that mode looks as this nativey wild kind of, kind of just, I've been here all along look. Mm-hmm. You want that going into winter, mm-hmm. not a, not a manicured perfect lawn Uh when it finally gets to look and beat up or whatever in the winter. So sometime, you know, January is starting to look pretty rough. Uh You might then take a mow, mow it back. So, but I would, I would, I kind of leave it alone. Okay. And then next spring, usually the time lawns will start growing, sometime in April, end of March, April. I what we do, what I do, we will spread some manure, so barnyard manure over that, kind of straight, kind of, kind of to, to level things out. And then it just loves manure. Uh, and then we'll we'll start we'll mow it back then, put the fertilizer on it or the, the manures on it. And then it'll start growing sometime, whenever spring hits, it just takes off. And then it just looks fabulous. That's probably the only two times you're mowing it, kind of midwinter, mm-hmm. and just right before it starts to grow. The rest of the time, you'll you leave it alone it and too. just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty about time lawns. Usually you're starting that by plugs, and then right. it just fills in. Mm-hmm. And I think we were watering hours. I just backed it off to... Once a week, I think. Maybe yeah. once every 10 days. It's not very It's not very right. much. Right. It's draw hardy. Yeah. It looks fabulous right now. Looks fabulous. It Thank is. you, darling.
1: Fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. Okay. Next question is from Lori. Her, she says her aspen tree took quite a beating this summer. Quite a few leaves were scorched. She's seeing some new yeah. leaf growth right now. Yeah. But she wants to know, is there anything she should do for it this fall? Yeah to help it through the winter and next spring.
0: Yeah, that's really good, Lori. So so it's not just you. It's kind of, we had a hailstorm that came through. It wasn't just the heat. So everyone's blaming it on the heat uh, back in, I don't know, July, a couple months ago. And and that might've done a little bit of it, but really it's the wind. It was that, it's the monsoons. We get so much rain and some hail coming through. We, we're seeing quite a bit of leaf tatter or leaf tear or leaf mm-hmm. spotting or leaf bruising. Mm-hmm. So I think it has more to do with that. Then it got hot for a couple of weeks, and that's what caused it. So I would say the best thing you could do right now, Lori, is fertilize. You need to fertilize everything in the yard. Aspens really, really like the 744 Mm all-purpose plant food. If you're worried about it, so it's thus the question, I would say get two things for you. Get the all-purpose plant food, and secondly, at the same time, put down humic. Humic is H-U-M-I-C, humic humic acid. Humic acid will, will treat the the roots of the plant causing mm-hmm. it to to root better, stronger, and it will encourage more worms to come in there, be more active. It just activates the soil and then the top growth is activated by the fertilizer. Mm-hmm. So it will encourage more top growth, more leaves. Now, don't don't it's going to turn color here pretty quick. Yeah. So it's growing, growing, growing and then It's going to turn like gold and drop. don't freak out. Don't, don't, don't (laughs) worry. It's normal. So it's going to go dormant by, Mm I don't know, middle of before Thanksgiving, it'll be kind of dormant, but Mm -hmm. that's all I would do. Don't, don't stress out about it. Uh, those, those leaves that drop that were spotted, I would pick those up and just throw them away just in case it's a leaf spot or something weird. We can't hear in an email or, Mm -hmm. or a text. Uh, if it, if it is a disease, birds will come in and, you just frolic in that in that leaf litter, and then jump back on the new foliage next spring, and then it spreads. Mm-hmm. You just clean it up, mitigates all that. That one variable gets rid of that. So, uh, food and humic—that's really what you're going after. It's a good question, Lori.
1: Okay next question is from alicia in prescott she says my petunias and geraniums are looking a little puny right now <laughs> uh, she would like to put in fresh color what yeah. do you recommend for fall and winter
0: alicia i love flower gardeners because they want color year round and they want them to glow in the dark when possible they want <laughs> them to go all the time so and i'm the same way we are flower growers yeah. And so we're seeing some fading stuff, and we're pulling some things out. Yeah, yeah. So thinning, and we're opening up the garden to to receive some. To her question, maples. I mean, uh, uh, mums, chrysanthemums <laughs> still back on. You on got maples? On the I do. Uh, so Alicia. <laughs> So what flowers can you do in the fall? There's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of them. Snapdragons. Maybe You can help me out. Dusty Miller. Dusty Miller. Mums. Pansies. Violas. Absolutely. Um, Asters. Asters. Yep, another one. There's a bunch. Hookeras. Heuchras. That's a good one. Nice mm-hmm. perennial in containers yeah. or flower beds. So that's one, Alicia. Rip some things out that look bad. If they don't look good, they're not going to look good before frost. You kind of want to put things in that will look good. Through the frost, mm-hmm. and those things are going to be what you're. What you were just talking about the pansies, snapdragons, uh, dusty millers, violas, mums. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, uh, echinaceas, yeah. uh, uh, um, um, galardias, mm-hmm. some things. So it's even sedums, a, a lot of ooh, nice sedums. Yeah, right. In. So do those. And come see us. If you showed up at the garden center, you would be inspired. Uh, kind of free up some space, add some new potting soil, fresh up the soil. Plug them right in and they will take off with new growth. Okay. I think we
1: have time for one more question. Yeah, we do. All right. Roger is out in Chino. He says, My climbing roses barely bloomed this year. Uh, when do I prune climbing roses and what can I add to make them bloom
0: better? So, climbing roses. Now, these are fast growing, tall roses. They get 10, 12, 15 feet tall. They run down fences, up trellises. They're tremendous, and they love growing here in the mountains of Arizona. Mm-hmm. They love the bright sun and the, and the dryness. It's just they thrive. Now, it's going to be mainly, I think, not from pruning. It's mainly going to be from food. They are heavy feeders. They're kind of like grapes or, or these big, long, fast-growing vines, mm-hmm. a trumpet vine. They take a lot of food to create that that flower to it. So you want to fertilize roses right now. Uh, by the end of October, you want it like sometime this month. Fertilize with the all-purpose plant food, the seven four four. Just do it now. Do it again next spring. And in the spring, I would change it up a little bit. We make we have a a, a rose food with systemic that'll mm-hmm. keep the thrip out of them. And so, if you did those two things, and then going back to actual question, Roger, you prune roses in March. So, but but I I don't think it's just I don't think it's just pruning. Mm-hmm. I think it's also food. So give it the food. In fact, for you, just because you've struggled, I would do the all purpose plant food plus super phosphate 0180 That's all phosphorus. Do that. Yeah. Do that again in spring and you will have more mm-hmm. flowers and you know what to do with it. will be amazing. True. So great questions this week. Ken Elisa, Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, be right back after this.